Let's talk about loneliness. Do you ever feel kind of lonely? Like it's just you and your laptop against the whole world? We have all been there. When you're a freelancer, you are sometimes working by yourself, for yourself. And sure, you might decide to work from a coffee shop or a co-working space, but honestly, it's just not the same because you don't know anyone there. We've all been there before, so don't fall into a pit of despair just yet because I've got three effective tips for how you can be a less lonely freelancer without ever having to leave the comfort of your own home. What's up, everybody? It's Erin from F The Office, where we talk biz, money, and travel for freelancers. And today, we're going to talk about the downside of freelancing, and that is loneliness. And the reason that I'm focusing on virtual solutions is because sometimes you might not have the time, the means, the resources, or maybe you even don't care to physically go and do things in person. We have met a handful of different freelancers who, you know, hate doing those in-person networking events. I certainly hate doing those in-person networking events. And I think those are old school, not necessarily the way to combat loneliness. When you think networking in person, chances are you're cringing right now, and that's normal, I am too. Uh, And it's because so many of those networking events are such bullshit. (laughs) You don't necessarily know anybody there. You go to one of these networking places in person to swap business cards and talk about what you guys do and how you can help each other. And then chances are nobody ever follows up and you've just wasted an hour or two at some bar meeting people that you will never see again. If you can't tell already, I hate in-person networking events. (laughs) And sometimes as a freelancer, getting outside to do things like walking your dog, it doesn't necessarily take the edge off of that loneliness that you might feel while you're working from home. So for a variety of reasons, I wanted to focus on, on virtual ways that you can cut through that loneliness and isolation. And these are solutions that you can do whether you're at home, working from a coffee shop, working from the library, on the road, wherever you happen to be, these are solutions that you can take with you. You know, they're not contingent on a networking event happening in your city or your town. So the first one might seem obvious, but it's not obvious to every freelancer out there. And that is to find a group of like-minded people online. Joining groups who who get, quote unquote, what you do as a freelancer can open your world, literally, because you get to interact with people from places and industries that you wouldn't otherwise have access to. And not only that, but connecting with people who understand what it's like to be a freelancer is a great way to open up and facilitate those discussions, like things about what you're struggling with, uh, things you've been successful with, I mean, think about it. When you tell your friends and families that you are a freelancer or that you work virtually, do they kind of cock their head and go, huh? I know for us, even though we've been doing this since 2012, when we talk to family and friends about the kind of work that we do online, we're met with often a lot of blank stares (laughs) or we're met with more questions about how it is that we work or what our workday looks like. And When you are a freelancer, when you've been doing this for years, and when you are trying to connect with somebody on a deeper level, you don't necessarily want to answer questions about how it is that you work. 
You want to connect with that like-minded person who understands your struggles and who can empathize with the things that you're going through. So finding these groups online is an amazing way to, to combat that isolation. Thanks to technology, there is no shortage of groups for you to find, which is probably my favorite thing. Um, if you right now or when you're uh, done listening to this podcast, if you hop online and you take just 10 minutes to do a search between Facebook and LinkedIn groups and uh, Twitter chats and even people on Instagram who are using the hashtag freelancer or digital nomad or remote worker, you can connect with some really fascinating people. And some of my favorite groups actually out there today are, uh, there's one, it's an open and public Slack group called Digital Freelancer Slack Group. I know, simple name, um, but it is home to thousands of freelancers who, like you and me, share resources, uh, empathize with difficulties that we're going through on our day-to-day -day basis. Um, of course, there's a cat GIF there, here and there. Um, chances are a lot of those GIFs are from me. <laughs> um, but it's a great opportunity to, to connect with those people who, who get what you do. And it's open to everybody and it's free. Uh, another one that I love so much is on Facebook, and it's called Freelancing Females. And while this one is just open to uh, ladies who are killing it in the freelance game, um, it is a very open, uh, very accepting, very interesting group. And uh, for the gentlemen listening to this podcast, I'm sorry to say that although you won't be able to join this one, there are hundreds of groups on Facebook that I've seen from uh, working virtually to digital nomads, and um, there's really no shortage of, of who you can connect with and what groups you can find if you're willing to do a little bit of digging. And on that note, we've even made some really fantastic and long-term freelance friends through Instagram. I mean, 10 years ago, we wouldn't have met these people that we've connected with. You know, we, we've connected with... Uh, a freelance content writer from Ireland. We recently met a freelance business coach from New Zealand. Uh, we had the opportunity to have lunch and have stayed in contact with a freelance course creator from England. And these people have come into our lives through Instagram, all because we took the time to search for the tag freelancer or digital nomad. And uh, of course, Instagram is this really interesting way to find a new group of people that you might connect with because you get to peruse their photos before you even decide to reach out. I mean, that's so mind blowing. And again, like 10 years ago, we couldn't have connected with people like that. But now if you search that hashtag and you come across somebody's profile and they're sharing information that connects with you and they're sharing pictures that align with your your values that's a really great opportunity to meet somebody that you never would have met before so i guess what i'm trying to say is when you are looking for your tribe online don't be afraid to reach out and connect with these people because you might be amazed about the kind of deep relationships that you can foster when you find your people online all over the globe Number two, use video tools. 
I love using a video tool like a Skype or a FaceTime. Uh, my favorite personal tool is Zoom. That's because it's free, it's really intuitive, it's super easy to use. Um, it even lets you record video chats, what, what? And uh, we actually use Zoom for everything from client calls to interviews with other freelancers to coffee dates with friends. And when we first went freelance, a majority of our friends uh, don't. They hold more traditional nine to five office jobs. Um, and on top of that, Tanya and I at F the Office are full-time digital nomads. So we are rarely, uh, if ever, home in New Orleans. So for us, having a video chat, um, not just for professional reasons, but with friends is really personally gratifying. So I think if you are finding in your day that you are feeling lonely and you're feeling a little shut off from your social network, video chats don't always have to be business related. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Um, there is a definite power in seeing somebody's face. And you know the most amazing thing about connecting with somebody face to face, even if you're on a computer, is that you still get that sense of accomplishment. You get that sense of socialization that you might not get if you're talking to somebody on the phone. And you certainly won't get it if you're chatting with friends through through text or you're messaging each other on a platform like Instagram. So it's that face-to-face -face that has a whole nother layer of value and connectivity. It's that face-to-face -face that adds a whole other layer of connectivity and it's valuable. It's a valuable tool. And so many of these tools are free and at our disposal. So don't forget, video tools are a definite way to go. And whether it's with clients, family, or friends, instead of hopping on the phone and suggesting a call, suggest a video link. Suggest that video chat and connect with somebody on that face-to-face -face level. And number three might seem really counterintuitive, but it's had a huge impact on both my emotional well-being and my professional life as a freelancer, and that is to embrace small talk with your clients. One of the biggest mistakes I made when I was early into my freelancing career was not engaging in small talk. The thought of asking somebody how their weekend was was like dragging nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> and I thought, you know, either I don't really care or, you know, they might answer something like, fine, thanks, and get down to business. And, and for me, I thought it was just better to jump right into that business only with my clients. Um, and I was wrong. I'm not too, too big of a person to admit that I was wrong. And it turns out that clients are not only more likely to reply to your emails, to want to communicate with you, to want to build and establish a rapport with you, but they'll keep you around for longer if they like you and they trust you. And small talk is a great way to build that trust. I often say that... Um, well, I now say that small talk is like the gateway drug of relationships. <laughs> small talk might in the long run not be something that you can sustain yourself on, like for friendship wise. Like nobody's ever built a friendship on just small talk by saying like, how's the weather today? 
you know, like that, that doesn't exist. But what small talk does do is it opens opportunity for you to build a much deeper and richer relationship with those clients. And so it is the little things when you're, when you're working with somebody like asking about your client's weekend or how their recent holiday was, it can help remind them that you are so much more than just a robot working for them from afar. Like it puts an actual human touch and human relationship and it brings this different dynamic into a very interesting relationship. We, you know, we as freelancers uh, don't work in an office with our clients. Um, if you're a digital nomad, you might never meet your client. So embracing small talk is just yet another way to build that rapport, to add that other layer of trust and likability. So those are my three tips for you today. If you ever find yourself feeling lonely, if you feel like maybe freelancing isn't for you because you're, you're feeling worn out and you're isolated and you're over it, then it's, it's not too late to turn it around. It's not too late ever to turn your freelancing career around. So, you know, find those like-minded people online. Find the people that you connect with that will embrace the work that you do or who will align with the values that you share in your life. Use video tools. So anytime somebody says, um, hop on the phone, suggest a video chat and get that extra sense of connectivity face-to-face without ever having to leave your home. Um, And of course, pants are optional, another bonus for video calls. And number three, embrace the small talk with your clients. So just if there's one thing that you take away from this podcast today, it's that um, that rapport that you build is not only professionally in your interest because it builds trust and likability, but it's personally very gratifying to know that you're making and you're building a, a very gratifying connection with somebody. I hope you guys enjoyed today's tips. And if you're ever looking for more resources about your freelance business, about how to save money, about how to travel more as a freelancer, do be sure to check out ftheoffice.com. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode on loneliness as a freelancer. Again, I'm Erin with F The Office, and I'll see you guys on the next cast.